Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so my guest today is joining me from New York. She is a writer, actor, singer and filmmaker. And she has just made a film called Lust, Life, Love, which is all about polyamory, which we're going to talk about today. Um, Welcome to the show, Stephanie Sellers. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. So that was a, a brief introduction. Could you tell the listeners a bit more about yourself and especially about about the new movie? Yeah, so... This movie, Lust Life Love, is um, inspired by my experience of polyamory and non-monogamy, a lot of which I practiced in New York City and um, where I've lived for many years. And, you know, I when I was in film school coming up with the screenplay ideas, this was a topic that uh, I always wanted to see in film and I I haven't I hadn't seen um, a film like a narrative film about this subject about this world portrayed authentically mm-hmm. you know like from an insider perspective and mm-hmm. not um, sensationalized or you know with um, like a judgmental gaze or male gaze or you know so and I had lived a lot of this. So it was, right. it was like, you know, very close to me, this mm-hmm. subject. Like you said, this is something you've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I had, um, I'd actually a few years before starting to write the script, I was a relationship and sex columnist for an alt weekly newspaper in New York City. Okay about a year where I, I I wrote about my experiences um with non-monogamy it was a very personal column I guess you could like some people have compared it to sex in the city like a, an edgier sex in the city okay um and you know it was it was like once a week and so I, I was already you know putting myself out there mm-hmm. in that way you know about this this life uh, this yeah. lifestyle and yeah so I just gave it to the character the the mm-hmm. protagonist of the film although she's a blogger not a, a newspaper columnist because right. you know needed to update it to yeah. be more modern <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what, I did start a blog back? you know I kind what of did, kind of blog did you, you get back then about about your uh, about your article the what you were writing in the magazine yeah it was it was very positive you know I got some fan mail like people like very uh, appreciative of my honesty mm-hmm. and um just like writing about things that people don't like to talk about okay. about relationships and sex like taboo subjects it, it wasn't just about polyamory it was you know, I wrote about my own relationships, but, um, and sex parties. Um, but I, I also wrote about different kinks or different, 
different topics that I would sometimes poll people about. Right. <laughs> yeah. So for people that don't know much about polyamory or actually what it what it means, could you describe what what to you what polyamory actually is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well, the term polyamory actually means many loves uh, from the Greek and Latin. And it is engaging in multiple uh, romantic uh, and sexual relationships with at, at the same time with everyone's consent. Yeah, so it's um, unlike swinging, which is just, you know, having recreational sex outside of a primary relationship mm-hmm. that doesn't really um, involve the emotional romantic uh, aspects of relationship as much as polyamory. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've had the pleasure of seeing, seeing the trailer for the movie. I haven't been able to um, watch the, tra- the, the whole thing uh, as yet. Um, it does look very complicated the story as that story unfolds in the trailer and this is based on your your own experiences mm-hmm, yeah certainly inspired by um some relationships i've i've had and my my feelings my experiences yeah um definitely fictionalized so it's not documentary mm-hmm. yeah but again i mean a lot of relationships are complex at the best of time yeah when, oh when, yeah oh, when yeah. only two people are involved um, <laughs> of course what what are the kind of things that come up which i mean maybe we could like have a what are the kind of do you see as the benefits of a polyamorous relationship and maybe what, what are the issues that might might come up as well mm-hmm, yeah the benefits are that it's uh it's an alternative to lying and cheating um you know, there's nothing wrong with monogamy. It's uh, that when people commit to being monogamous and then they like, oh, I'm attracted to someone else or I'm I'm feeling trapped in my relationship or there's a problem in my relationship I don't want to talk about. So I'm going to go over there and start a relationship with someone else and not yeah. tell my partner. Okay. Uh, um, so it's, you know, it's acknowledging uh, the these natural desires that we have to that you know we're attracted to more than one person throughout life, throughout mm-hmm. one, a single relationship, and and it's and it's acting on them and practicing them in um, in an open and honest way. So it it minimizes the hurt. It doesn't mm-hmm. completely eliminate the hurt because there's always going to be hurt, right? No mm-hmm. matter what. And in every relationship there's going to be hurt yeah but um it 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 magnifies the need for trust communication all the skills that you need in monogamy as well you know it just it just makes it like it it forces you to to um to to be more accountable to know yourself and your own boundaries and and to have the communication skills I think that's a really interesting point, isn't it? That I think if you're romantically you're involved with more than one person, you, the, the self-awareness, you know, you need self-awareness within a relationship anyway. I hope people oh, yeah. realise that and, and do work on themselves and, and be aware of themselves as well. But mm-hmm. within 
the complexity, perhaps the more complexity of the of of a polyamorous relationship, there does need to. I would assume there be needs to be more self awareness because of the dynamics at play. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, if you go into polyamory without that self awareness, you're going to run into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I guess if there's going to be some kind of things that you carry as well with less sort of issues around relationships that are definitely going to make a polyamorous relationship more difficult such as insecurities yes self-esteem self-confidence self-worth around those mm -hmm. kind of things so I guess did you did you do a lot of work on yourself around that area in order to kind of manage that situations for yourself yeah it's been ongoing I would say that you know I had I thought I had a lot of awareness when I started <laughs> practicing non-monogamy and mm. when I was much younger and, you know, so I, um, I had, I had a lot of awareness in that, like, I knew that this is what I wanted and then, and I, I wanted to be honest mm. and, and that I was willing to have conversations, have difficult conversations I was not aware of, you know, you know, my attachment style. Um, I was not aware that uh, of my fear of abandonment and, and certain things that, you know, right. start in childhood and that, you know, resurface later on in, in relationships. And yeah. um, so that was those more challenging aspects of self I had not worked out, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, that's an ongoing process. Right. But I did learn a lot mm -hmm. about, about myself through polyamory and non-monogamy. And then, and as it comes through in the film, um, the character I play is very confident at the beginning, like living this life and very empowered, you know, female sexual empowerment, independent. Uh, I have all these lovers, relationships, partners. And, and then she brings in this guy who's been monogamous his whole life is pretty vanilla. And, and then, and then he gets really into it. But then once, and then he's like a kid in a candy store wanting to try everything. And then mm -hmm. like, he's not as self-aware and that really challenges her and brings up a lot of these issues, the deeper issues. Okay. So not to give too much away about the film, but um, you know, that's what, that's what, uh, you know, a lot of my personal truth, uh, is, that's where that is in the story. Right. It's in the deeper issues. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you, you, the, the character was really owning their space. Mm -hmm. what they were doing and then someone comes into the mix which <laughs> sort of disempowers I guess in a way or stops them fe feeling so confident in that space anyway yeah yeah because because her confidence was maybe like more on the surface and yeah. and she was not being challenged in the ways that you know would force her to confront her her own issues mm -hmm. and and um I think I think that's what happens a lot in every every kind of relationship that we often don't want to face our own fears and insecurities mm. um and then we fall in love we get into a relationship and over time 
if you don't deal with it, they're going to come out in the relationship, right? <laughs> Almost definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just magnified in polyamory because you're you're dealing with more than a couple. Yeah. Often, yeah. you know. And and when what what kind of made you recognize that that was the right choice for you, that polyamory was the right choice for you to, for mm. your relationships were concerned. Yeah, I have a lust for life. I've always been always been a free spirit. Um, I'm a, a creative and artist, um, inspired by sexuality and um, romance in all its forms. Mm-hmm. Um, like an adventurer, an explorer. I am bisexual, um, so like I like to be with um, more than one gender. And you know there there are bisexuals or um, who are also monogamous. You know they like commit to whoever they're in love with, mm-hmm. and but th- it doesn't deny their sexuality. But I, I guess I like I just don't want to shut off that side of myself. You know. Yeah. So whoever I happen to be with, I just I just like to remain open, and I also. I think there's a spiritual side to it as well because, you know, I think we all know that we're all going to die and nothing really lasts, even <laughs> if you're um, you're uh, with the same partner for 40 years, that eventually that's going to end. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's, it's um, through death or, or not, or, or, or the end of a relationship, but, you know, just acknowledging that and that, it's kind of like embracing the impermanence of life, but you know, without eliminating the, the, the need for connection and love. We, we all, we need that for survival. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I completely agree with that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And I guess it's then finding though your needs being met in, in, in different areas. Cause I guess, again, Mm. when we're looking at relationships on a monogamous level, it can be quite difficult to to find that partner that fulfills you on lots of different levels, can't it? Mm-hmm. Would you say yeah. then that polyamory is, is something where kind okay, of you get more of your needs met from different people? Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely one of the advantages. Is that so? Um, you know, you may you may want to marry someone. Um, because you can't imagine being without that person, but maybe you don't connect as well sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they check off all the other boxes, or maybe you don't connect as well sexually, mm-hmm. and or or you have diff- different sexual appetites. One person is more sexual than the other, mm-hmm. and so that's often like a situation where a couple will agree that um, the more sexual person will can pursue other relationships or other experiences mm. and and the other person doesn't or they they, they both do so um that's just one example mm-hmm. but but it could also just be like well i i really want to have someone i can go dancing with and i know you and i like like you don't really like dancing mm-hmm. so <laughs> Is it okay with you that I, you know, go on dates with someone else I could go dancing with? It could be something as simple as that. Mm. Um, 
but that you know could also have a romantic aspect to it yeah and i guess that's the thing isn't it about the mm-hmm. the, the polyamory it's it's, a, it's about the the connection yeah like you said it's not just about the sex like you, right. said, you could have a, a great relationship with someone but the sex life might not be that great but mm-hmm. could then have a relationship with someone else where you pretty much might not have much else in common but you you you, you, you the sex life is fantastic i guess but but yeah. you're still looking for a connection in that yeah yeah absolutely and there i mean there's always the risk that oh well if you're a couple deciding to open up your relationship there's always the risk that like oh your partner's gonna prefer someone else right that's always like the fear of abandonment that comes up Mm. um and of course that can happen but it it could also not happen but it could Mm -hmm. just as well happen if you are monogamous is people have affairs and for the same reason and it just happens these you know connections happen organically Mm -hmm. um, no matter what kind of structures you try to create to prevent them from happening yeah yeah like you said that can happen in any relationship can't it yeah yeah someone else and you know feelings are then evolving and and that can cause I guess in a polyamorous relationship, if you've got that understanding with your partner that that's a thing that might happen and you're mm-hmm. both okay with that situation, mm-hmm. now that's that's really in a monogamous relationship, that clearly is not going to be the case, right? Because that's yeah. not what you're supposed to be doing. But I guess with the polyamorous, it gives you that freedom to, like you said, to really in- explore lots of different avenues as far as the people that you're compatible and and could have mm-hmm. a connection with yeah and it also is um it's acknowledging the reality that just because you develop feelings for another person that doesn't necessarily take away from the feelings that you have for your current partner i mean there's always this period of infatu- infatuation in the initial honeymoon phase where that is going to predominate mm-hmm. where you you know just like crazy in love yeah um all those hormones are kicking in and oh yeah and but you know it doesn't like completely erase a a bond that Mm. that you have with your your current partner unless there are serious problems in that relationship and yeah and and i guess then it's not really polyamory in that case then is i guess it's uh an escape from the relationship Mm -hmm. that, that you're in so, yes because you're not communicating often in those cases is there's a lack of communication and there's secrecy yeah yeah so if if you were to if someone was or people are in the situation where they actually know that maybe monogamy isn't the right kind of space for them to be in um do you have any kind of how would you suggest that maybe someone explore maybe discussing polyamory with their partner or mm-hmm. exploring it for themselves and what the options are again and as, as, as and maybe like you mentioned a couple of things earlier on like attachment style and things mm-hmm. uh, and maybe uh, maybe after that we can talk about actually what people probably need to look at mm-hmm. <laughs> or before, before they're even going to explore this but yeah so you know whether you're single or already in a relationship i think the first thing is to 
have a conversation for yourself, look at yourself and say, what do I want? What are my needs? What are my desires? Uh, what are my boundaries? And to, yeah, to, to, to learn about yourself, understand yourself first. Mm -hmm. um, so then if you're single and you go on the dating apps and you check off the polyamory box and, uh, and, and then, then you, you're already, you know, you're already in a good place to, 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 to start and have conversations like right up front. Okay. Um, and then if you're already in a couple and you decide to, you know, explore this, um, you could just have a conversation um, about all these things like needs, desires. What does this look like for you? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? Like you just want to have some threesomes or um, do you actually want to date other people like separately and go on dating apps? Like just lay out all the options and yeah. like, you know, like have a brainstorm session about it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe if you, and then come to an agreement, like, well, this is okay for me, but I do not want, I don't, I like, uh, it's okay for me um, with me if you um, have dates with other people, but I really don't want you to, you know, like go on trips with other people like that. Yeah. It's our thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you can stay overnight, but I don't, I don't want you to like start moving your stuff in with someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's so many, so many different variables. Yeah. Um, having a conversation, and I guess if if it's becomes challenging in the couple, like you can seek out a therapist, a, a relationship coach such as yourself. Mm. Um, there are people who actually specialize in polyamory coaching. Okay. So relationship coaches who yeah. work with uh, people who want to explore polyamory. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, and, and the things that people will need to look at within themselves, mm -hmm. you mentioned attachment style. Mm -hmm. um, do you know what your attachment style was and why that caused you a problem? You also mentioned the fear of uh, like abandonment. That's something that you yeah. were yeah well yeah you know like i have some trauma that and childhood trauma and so i have like a disorganized um attachment style that it's okay. it's it's much better now and i didn't you know uh i have a lot more awareness of it now and how to manage it right um there is a wonderful book called polysecure by jessica fern who's a therapist and and it's it's about uh, attachment styles and in, in relation to polyamory okay and so that's a very useful resource there, yeah. there, are, there are other books as well yeah because I, I guess being a polyamory amorous person i guess being an avoidant isn't, isn't such a terrible attachment style to have people actually i i think avoidance are drawn to polyamory but it's yeah. like for the wrong reason yeah, you know also too yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, oh, I, this feels too close. Okay, I'm gonna go have I'll, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll be back later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so again, to look at your attachment style, to look at, um, again, like you said, if there's a fear of rejection, the fear of mm -hmm. abandonment, maybe there's self confidence, self esteem issues, all of these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before you kind of start allowing yourself or your partner or whatever to then start to to look at uh, having relationships with other people. I think, yeah, I think a lot of another 
question to ask yourself is, am I, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, is it to, is it because I'm afraid of commitment mm-hmm. or is it because uh, I just want to, um, maybe I, maybe I've just been monogamous for a long time and just had a breakup and I want to try something different, mm-hmm. you know, just to, like understand why you're going into it yeah it's useful yeah awesome Uh, and to come back to the film um Mm -hmm. from watching the uh the trailer that that's that story is um about about kind of doing that isn't it there's that that self-exploration story Mm -hmm. uh, that's attached to to the film Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's definitely the journey of self-discovery of the the main character and you know some, some of the the other characters also discover things yeah. um yeah yeah i guess they do because again this this throwing a whole new thing into the mix isn't it mm-hmm. and, and you're and and you kind of your experience is is what what's kind of been put into the film to a certain degree about the kind of it's the self-exploration that you needed to do Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just um, inspired by a time in my life and, and a particular relationship, and uh, um, so it's it's hard to put everything into into one film in ninety minutes. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I'm working on a TV series about the subject. So, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that something that we can look forward to seeing anytime soon? Hopefully, well, not soon because it hasn't it's just in the early development stage right. of this writing and but of course i will let you know and yeah definitely um, yeah, we'll yeah. on the show to, to let us know when that's that's available um, yeah. and will that be following something similar with the story or is it going to be more of a docu sort of series based on polyamory um it will be narrative not documentary more of a half hour dramedy series um not with the same characters in the film but set in new york city and 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 more characters so like just a a group of couples and singles practicing polyamory and non-monogamy in new york Mm -hmm. city and all the the conflicts that arise okay yeah so that'll give us a real deep kind of look at what polyamory is all about i guess yeah yeah but you can follow these characters for a longer period through many seasons because they're there's just uh there are endless opportunities for conflict and (laughs) (laughs) when you when you have uh that many characters and so many different configurations and relationships can can come up so again when we're talking about this it kind of sounds like it's no different from monogamy in that kind of space is that there's there's Mm -hmm. the normal human conflicts the normal human Mm -hmm. lack of communication the normal human fallouts and issues that are gonna gonna come up yeah Uh, it's not like polyamory sort of frees you from the shackles of monogamy and difficult relationships it's it's something that's just a different way of living your relationship experiences but the day-to-day stuff that comes up in most relationships will still exist. Oh yeah, you're still gonna have domestic squabbles if you're 
you're living with a partner, you're still going to have to uh, negotiate scheduling. And um, although you're like, well, well, I'm going to spend the weekend with Lori. And but uh, but but wait, no, we were supposed to go to this play and like, no, okay. You know, you just, I guess it's a kind of things that you, in monogamy where you might have conflicts around friends Mm -hmm. It that would apply also to romantic and sexual partners Mm -hmm. in polyamory. For some people, it's just too much work. Yeah. I I remember back in the day, I I, I was an avoidant attachment type. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would generally f- flip from one relationship to the next when they got mm-hmm. uh, when it when it felt like I was I was getting too close or too connected to somebody. Yeah. Um, and then that was far. It was so it just messed with my head all the time because I didn't know I was mm-hmm. coming or coming or going a lot of the time. And it's something I would never put myself in to mm-hmm. that situation again. But I guess, like you said, if you 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 do need to be very clear within yourself, but very clear with the other people that you're having relationships with about how this is how this is going to work and how much time you're going to be able to give to each other and how how that's all going to going to play out yeah i think i think in um i i mean i do sometimes it's polyamory works better in 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 principle or as an ideal than actual like reality but i do know people like who like who have been polyamorous for years and they Mm. make it work and Mm. they are like three people in a relationship at a time for for years Mm. like it it is it is doable and um but uh a lot of people just find it too like the day to the day-to-day negotiations and the the jealousies and all of that like people find it too challenging I don't want to dissuade people from no. from trying it because it's it's just like it's just like weigh, weighing the pros and cons of monogamy and polyamory. They yeah. they both have their pros and cons. Yeah, and I guess I guess you're an example of that because you've been living a polyamorous life for I think you when we when we first spoke at least the past two decades or so. So mm-hmm. you are an example of how polyamory can work. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess what I was referring to is having the actual relationships sustain as I I um I I was in like two separate like triad relationships with my husband we're now, we're now divorcing but not not because of polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah, you know, we were in in a relationship with a woman together we were both in relationship with her like so it was like three of us together um but then when you're in a triad it's also it's they're actually one two three they're actually four relationships because there's a relationship between you know like each couple mm-hmm. and then there's the group relationship yeah, yeah. um and each has its own it's different dynamics and mm-hmm. uh the that the more serious one was only six months um so i you know it depends on the individuals like whether that could be can 
sustain. Mm. I know that there are, there are poly people who have children together. Like they have multiple partners and they, they have children and they help like all raise the children together. So yeah. um, it's like becomes a family. Mm. Um, and, but I, I, I have been for many years just, have been solo polyamorous where I was single and I mean not single but I was I had multiple partners but I did not have a primary relationship uh, yeah um and then I I had a primary relationship um and 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 then became marriage and then before marriage and throughout the marriage we engaged with other people sexually like both together and apart sometimes but but our, our agreement was that most of the things that we did were actually together. Mm-hmm. It was more of a team. Right. <laughs> a team effort. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did some things separately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some dating and a little bit separately, but nothing. Yeah. So again, too it, involved. It's, it's not just one straight thing down the line then, is it? It's yeah. very different kind of ways you can be polyamorous. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, if you Google, like there are like, oh, you'll see um, all the different terms for the different styles of polyamory. You know, polyamory is just the umbrella term. Right. Um, Polysecure, that book also covers mm. the different styles okay. very well. Right. Yeah. So that'd be a good read for someone who is thinking that polyamory might be the something they could be interested in taking their relationships into the, to, to that kind of level. Yeah, there's another older book that's quite well known uh, called The Ethical Slut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was written in the 90s, but it's kind of the any anyone who has been polyamorous and at least in the last decade, like knows knows about this book. Right. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's plenty of resources for people, and like you said, mm-hmm. you can Google it and find out. But I think that's 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 an interesting slant, which I didn't even consider that there are, like, I guess in most relationships, there are different levels of how you can live a permanent polyamorous life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess in that there are also different ways to be monogamous. Because mm. like some people just say, oh, I'm like monogamish. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> So they're like basically monogamous, but sometimes they, you know, have a threesome or sometimes they, um, they, or they say like, when you're on a trip, it's okay for you. It's okay Mm. with me. You know, you hook up with someone. Mm. There are arrangements like that. Mm. Yeah. And I guess it's like like you said, it's about understanding what's best for you, Mm -hmm. for you, what you can manage, what you can't manage and, some people just like want a little spice they just want a little spice and and that's enough and then other people like really crave more like like deeper connections with multiple partners so okay awesome um um, this is a conversation we could probably (laughs) a bit more time i'm afraid we are going to run out of time it is a fascinating subject yeah most definitely i've been really enjoyed talking to you about i've never had a, a conversation about it before um it's a first for the show uh thank you so much for being a guest if people want to watch the film and i think i definitely recommend it for i mean 
just because the story looks great. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those just complex relationship stories which which most people will find interesting, regardless of whether they're interested in polyamory or not. Um, yeah, but I think also will give people more of an insight into into the world of polyamory too. So if people want to watch that, how can they um, how can they do that? Yeah, it's available on all the VOD platforms. Um, might be different in the UK, like which ones that you can watch it on. Mm. But if you go to lustlifelove.com, it will bring you to all the, the video on demand platforms where you can watch. And then you could also follow on uh, social media, on Facebook at Lust Life Love Movie and on Instagram as well. And Twitter at LLL The Film. And uh, my Instagram is the underscore at Stephanie Sellers. And yeah, so um, you can contact me that way. And and I'd love to hear people's thoughts on the film. They watch or any other questions. And and do you you work in kind of, if if anyone had any questions, is is that something else you could could help people with? Yeah, of course. Like they can message me on on social media. or contact me through, I think through the website or through through my website. I'm easy to find. Excellent. I'm, 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 uh, so if you are interested to find out about more about polyamory, and you have got any questions, and that's really really nice of Stephanie to offer her time to be able to answer any of those questions you might have. Go and check out the film. Um, as I said, it does look look like an amazing story. I'm really looking <laughs> the whole version myself. All the links to be able to access that will be in the show notes. Um, do you have a favorite quote or some words of wisdom that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yes. To thine own self be true. Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't think that needs much of an explanation, but if you just why that's one of your... But I think it uh, it applies very much to this this subject and what we've discussed and how you need to know yourself. Yeah, I think it's uh, as it as one of the great philosophers says: to know yourself is the beginning of. I'm gonna completely mess that up. Yes, I think I know that one. Yeah, it, the, who said that? <laughs> I think it, might, it was Aristotle, perhaps. Was it? Mm-hmm. Perhaps, yeah, it was to know yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. I think that was mm-hmm. that's something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway yeah um yeah awesome thank you stephanie for your time today it's been absolutely amazing talking to you um my pleasure and good luck with the film and i look forward to hearing about the series um okay. if it's commissioned it's amazing thank you so much lovely take care thank you for listening please subscribe follow and review the show that is very much appreciated and please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy intimate relationships in your life i will leave you with this quote from carl bond although we can't go back and make a brand new start we can start now and make a brand new ending i look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the relationship guide